Welcome to Life Behind Bars, produced and created by 50mm Media. Welcome to Life Behind Bars, where we discuss all things prison and crime. I'm Joel, uh, this is Officer Goodwin. Yep, Graham, you may call me today. <laughs> this is Emma Campbell. Or Voss, well done. And this week in episode two, we're talking about serial killers. So last week we picked up on and we spoke about uh, why we have prisons. And if you haven't listened to episode one, it's a really good show. You can go back and listen to it. We talk all about why we have prisons, the impact and all the reasoning behind it. And we get a little bit, I guess it got a little bit heated for, for a moment in, in, in part of it about whether we should be changing the way we, we operate prisons to release some more money to put into society, so on and so forth. They can't remember, it was a week ago. I remember. <laughs> We've all got different opinions and that doesn't make anyone or the other less valuable, does it? And, and, yeah. and good discussions are the way we find out things. It's certainly a great way, I think, to, to, to learn and understand more about yeah. whatever. Yeah. And sometimes to challenge our own ideas and prejudices. It's nothing wrong with challenging yourself. And very often we don't do that often enough in society. We get so fixed with our beliefs. We refuse to listen to other points of view because we don't want our own beliefs that we've had for a long time to be challenged. And that's really quite a dangerous place to be, really. Yeah, absolutely, without a doubt. So this week we're going to talk about serial killers. I will say very quickly, if you're actually watching this rather than listening to it, so if you're, if you're watching the video cast on YouTube or any of the other channels, you will notice that we're wearing the same clothes. And that is kind of semi-purposefully done. It's because we actually record the episodes back to back in the, in the one and the two episode, and none of us bought a change of clothes. Well, that's not true. I was last week I wore this shirt. Oh, did you? Okay. I've been wearing it all week until now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to keep the, the wastage down now. Not re recycling clothes, not maybe using washing powder, saving electricity. We, we should try and get ourselves some yeah. more sponsors yeah. so we've got some more money coming yeah. into the show and then Graham can afford well, to wash his clothes. Can you get a sponsor for underpants because it's been a while? Ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you put that one it in. It makes it so difficult for me then to take, take your jokes and your jibes and go, so serial killers. <laughs> so uh, we're going we're to talk about serial killers today. Uh, I think specifically, we, we've got five serial killers that we we're probably going to subject around, and I, I assume we'll talk around that a little bit more. Um, they were picked uh, specifically because they're, they're all UK-based. There is um, the, the most prolific serial killer in the UK, which would be in Harold Shipman. So I'm sure we'll have, we'll have some conversation around there. Fred and Rosemary West, which we've got some specific connections with through uh, the operations we used to have at Gloucester Prison, Ian Brady and Myra Hindley, um, Mary Ann Cotton, it's actually a, a very historic serial killer, the oldest one that we have here, so back in the, in the early Victorian times, I think it was the 18, no, Georgian times, 1830s. Um, and then Dennis Nilsson, um, who again, was, we've got some connection with through, through what happened at, at the prison of Shepton Mallet. It is worth saying, actually, as we record this, right at the moment, um, there is a serial killer documentary out in Netflix, um, which is hugely popular. It's just blown up massively, and people are really, really into serial killers anyway. I think it's quite that all morbid fascination. Yeah, it's certainly got a popular media. Why, why is that? Why is it that people get so... Why, why do people get so fascinated with serial killers as opposed to just a killer? Well, it's that... I guess it's the difference between that emotional um, loss of control of a, of a solo 
fascinated by it because they actually can't understand it at all yeah, and we can't get our heads around it's like we don't understand the universe how big it is we can't yeah. get we, we there's can something all, very we can calculated all, about because yeah, we can all understand doing about doing something again and again, yeah, and, again know and, and motivations and the psychology because it's fair to say that I think we could all understand we've all everybody has reached a point where you're like oh my god I'm going to explode and that's it I could, I could murder somebody right now type of stuff so that emotional which I think solo killers is more of an emotional kind of burst in the moment type of wow. crime whereas a serial killer is a premeditated uh, thought yeah. out process. there's a whole different things going on serial killers really are set apart from what we call standard, sounds awful this, but you know what I mean, uh, people really get... Stand, I, I know, I know, it's, it's, it, that's, that's the beauty people of this show, people is we can take a serious subject. On, on a one-off basis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a, a serial killers do... People that get murdered on a one-off basis. So let me just bring this back very quickly, because it is, it is a difficult subject, it's a sensitive subject, but I think this is it. If we picked a specific killer and went, Right, this killer, I'm not going to do one now, but this killer who murdered a person, it was, it was prevalent, it was recent, it was in the news, we'd respond to it very differently. But as soon as we say serial killers, suddenly there's a little bit more yeah. relaxation about the conversation because they feel so different, almost like they're on pedestals, the same as the craze, for example, who maybe could be classed as serial killers because they murdered. Mm -hmm. It's different when it's... I'm not sure, I think... Two, I think they were. Killed. Okay, what's, what's the definition? Let's, let's, let's do, what's the definition of, of a serial killer? Let's start there. What yeah. defines a serial killer? Serial killer is somebody who has committed three or more murders, yeah. but there has to be a cooling off period between, so there'll be over a period of time. time. Is there a specific. It just sounds so ridiculous, doesn't it? A cooling off period. Is there a specific cooling off period? It has to be, you know, so many hours, days, weeks? It has to be more than hours. I don't know. I don't think there's a specific. There's, it's one of these things that there's a lot of debate between academics and yeah. um, law enforcement and so forth about what the actual kind of definition is, but it's going to be more than hours because if it's within the, the, the day or what have you, that was, when you're then falling into the world of spree killers. So spree killers is when you get someone who kills multiple people in multiple locations, yeah. but it's within that same like period of hours, 24 hours, you know, 10 yeah. hours, 24 Probably hours. Probably within so that whole process. So, so, the emotion so when I'm doing you, I'm going to go down the street in a car and I'm going to shoot you, yeah. you. Whereas Randomly. So that would, be, that would be like the London yeah. Bridge, the London Bridge yeah, they're attacks, not serious killers. Uh, American schools, which we tend to see. You might that that might be more than one. There might be mass killers because then it's one location. So a mass killer okay. is multiple people in one location. Okay. Yeah. Whereas a spree killer is multiple victims in different locations. And the serial killer, they have to have that cooling down period in between. That cooling down is about basically turning back to normal life, effectively. Yeah. They could be Because that's the scary married, thing, isn't it? They, they are they, having that a, is the they scary could thing, be yeah. working, they can be a normal, could appear as a normal member of society yeah. to everybody I, I else. I think with a serial killer, you might say, there'd also be an element of mo um, motive and opportunity. So these opportunities aren't there like they are with people that are spree killers, because they're not looking for the opportunity. So they're just, just going to do it. Just they have a break, they go back to their normal lives, and then something drives the next time that they feel yeah. the need to do that I was going to say, that's where it comes down to a, like a kind and of a psychological gratification. There's, there's a desire there. The part of the build up to it, isn't it? it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, well, let's, let's, let's get into it. Where, where, who should we start with, serial killer wise? Have we got a. Is there, do you want to start historically? Well, if I remember right, with, 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 is it cotton? Uh, yeah, Mary Was she a poisoner? Uh, she was, she was. yeah. Black she widow. Back of husbands or just. And children. Yes. Yeah. Husbands and children. children. So three husbands. 
Yeah. I want to say 11 children that they think they're living in I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm um, to be honest now. I've got my computer over here in front of me so I can yeah, reference all of this because I think it's important. Well, she, she was finance. the first one to do it on life insurance. Yeah, actually, so it's based on it was, So it's based, motive, the motive is greed. Yeah, and financial. Financial. So, so I, I remember she, there was like five, what was, well, I don't remember what the dimes and something shillings, something like that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember so, what the remember. Mary Ann Cotton, born in uh, 1832, 31st of August, 31st of August, which actually won't be dissimilar time to when this show goes out. 1832, so obviously, you know, what's that, 100, 200 odd years ago now, 190 mm. years ago. Yeah. Um, she, uh, yeah, absolutely right. She murdered, I think it was three husbands and 11 of her 13 children. They were all done through poison, through arsenic. The husbands were murdered for insurance policies yeah. for payments and she became known as the black widow because obviously she was poisoning husbands the the interest i don't know if it's interesting the interesting thing is, is there's more i think that they they haven't accused her of but there was other people in her life that died suspiciously sure. of stomach problems yeah. as well so arsenic was I popular because they couldn't discover it quite so easily in the body is that, and I wonder whether there was yes there was obviously the financial gain looking at the fact that and that she did afterlife insurance policies were put in place. Do you so, think the kids were in the way then? Because we understand why she murdered Some of men. the children had life insurance policies. Yeah. yeah, so I wonder whether they were part of that motive or were they just in the way now? Uh, you know, yeah. Or the potential How witnesses to crimes and I, I just wonder why. It, but then you'll never truly define. Sometimes you can define well, she, why people do things. She, she went to, they, 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 they believe she killed 20, around 21 people, around 21 people, which included three husbands and 11 children, or 11, 11 of her 13 children. So that takes the total to 14. So where were the other seven? Because they weren't all insurance policy based. No, no. Those ones certainly were. So there is that element now of 